All right, welcome everybody to the Say This Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Colbert, and this is the final episode of the season for the Say This Podcast, so it's only fitting we talk about endings. That's what today's episode is all about, endings, whether it's a friendship, a work situation, or a long-standing, maybe romantic relationship. How do you go about having the conversation where you've decided it needs to come to an end? Because that can cause a lot of anxiety surrounding the conversation, right? What am I going to say? What if they get upset? How are they going to react to it? All these questions can go through your mind. Now, I'm not talking about the separation where you're making an emotional decision in the moment, right? You got angry and you just say, hey, we're through. It's done. Right. This is an ending where you've thought about it. It's been on your mind. Maybe it's a situation that's not healthy or toxic. What kind of things can I say in the conversation to make sure it goes well or it's more effective? Right. Now, before I get into some of those tips and phrases, there is some pre-work before you have the conversation when you're talking about endings. You really want to ask yourself, are you emotionally prepared to have this conversation? Because if you're not, it can go left quickly. Now, what do I mean by that? Do you feel confident you can keep calm in the moment, not get away from your purpose of the conversation? Examples of not being calm include lashing out, uh, screaming, yelling in anger, maybe bursting into tears or just a total shutdown due to emotion. So these can derail an effective, productive conversation. And are you ready, including to be prepared for what the other person might throw at you? So in order to give yourself the best chance for a good outcome. Okay, so let's get into some tips on the conversation. And we'll ask, will this person be blindsided, right? That's the first thing you want to ask. Will this separation blindside the other person or totally catch them off guard? You want to try your best not to blindside them. Right. An example of a blind side would be if in their mind you're in a happy relationship all year and you decided to end it on Valentine's Day, that's probably going to blindside them. You want to avoid that if at all possible. Now, remember, a blind side is a potent ingredient to an emotional outburst from the other person being blindsided. Now, it's not always possible. But in cases where you can avoid it, you want to try to do that. Now, when you're talking about ending something, the number one question the other person is going to have is why. Why are you deciding to end this? So you want to be prepared for that. So you need to be prepared for that question. And the why should be attached with examples. You're hearing me say examples throughout podcasts. Examples provide evidence, clarity, rationale, right? It gives the other person a picture of what you're talking about and what you mean to whatever your claims are, your statements. So the more examples you have, the better, clearly. And a couple of openers that alert the person to a serious conversation needs to be had. In most cases, you want to ask for permission, right? If I'm ever, if you ever denied, ask for a specific time that you can come back to, right? What else can I do? When When is a good time to talk? Things like that. So um, and if you're, what if they still deny you, Brad? I've talked about that in earlier episodes. You want to go back. What do you do about an avoider or a person who tries to avoid difficult conversation? I'll have some tips on that. So, so excuse me. Do you have some time that I make, I might speak freely about some challenges that I'm having, right? Or Michael, can I talk to you privately about some challenges that I need your help in solving? These are more professional workplace uh, phrases, openers. So maybe with a friend, you might say, hey, I need to have a difficult conversation with you. 
and be prepared for the question, right? They may say, hey, well, why do you say it's going to be difficult, right? And this is where you can spell out your fears that I've talked about in previous episodes too. Like, hey, I fear that uh, I might not be heard or it may cause conflict, kind of some of those things. So other openers, person name, uh, I've come to an important decision about our relationship and I need to talk to you about it. All these phrases alert the person to the seriousness of the conversation and that it's not easy for you to express how you feel. So that's why you're alerting to them that. Another thing you might want to add is that you need what you need from the other person during the conversation. Hey, I need your full attention. Uh, I need for no interruptions or I need to be not interrupted. I need you to really hear me out fully. Any detrimental behavior that could derail the conversation you want to call out and start it as a ground rule, right? Anything that you kind of fear, like this is what you need from the other person during the conversation. You need them to listen or you don't need a, resp a response here. Then follow these guidelines. What decision have you made? Being clear. What led you to make that decision? What are some other possible solution options that you have tried in the past that may not have worked out? And ultimately making it clear this is what you feel is best. And sometimes you can even add, hey, it's best for both parties. So if there's any benefit to them as well for this decision, mention it. Okay. So I want to make this very clear. And hear me mention, you'll hear me mention it several times. This episode is for those that have made up your mind to end the situation, for better or for worse. This episode is not designed to pass judgment on the right or wrong of the decision. It's just to provide tips on after you've made the decision that how you can have the conversation, right? You hear me say that a lot, like have the conversation. Because I hear listeners maybe say, Brandon, should I, try, uh, should I try to work it out or should I give it some more time or that's all fair advice. And, um, but once you've made up your mind, the question becomes, hey, how can I have this conversation? That's where it becomes difficult. So let's go through some examples. You're leaving a work situation or a job perhaps, maybe letting go of a friendship, uh, a romantic relationship, all those things can apply. You've decided, hey, it's got to end and how do I have that conversation? So let's start with the job. Maybe it's putting in your two-week notice. Now, right, uh, we all have those dreams. I'm just going to go in there and say I'm done, right? But you want to try not to burn bridges. So how can you have, and sometimes you feel bad for having to leave. So how can you have that conversation, right? So and in many cases, it's kept a surprise. This way may be an instance where a blind side may happen because a lot of employees, we have that fear that if they know early a month or two in advance that maybe some retaliation will come as a result or maybe they'll make me leave early, whatever the case. So two weeks is generally the time frame that you want to give a person that you're leaving if they didn't know prior. So for that situation, you want to keep it simple and professional. Okay, so let's take an example. Good afternoon, Mr. Jones. Can I talk to you for a moment? I want to tell you how much I've enjoyed my time working here, but another opportunity has presented itself that better aligns with my interests, my passion, and provides growth opportunities that I need at this time. With that being said, uh, I'm officially providing you with my two-week notice. This should not be at, uh, this should be done in person if at all possible, okay? Uh, but be prepared for a rebuttal. 
What can we do? Where is this coming from? This is very disturbing to hear this, all those things. Are you prepared for a response to that? Now, if you want to entertain a counteroffer, all that's fine to listen. But one technique to move this conversation from the why is to move it to the future. Say something like this. I look forward to talking to you about my transition plans and what the person who will feel this position will need. So you want to move them from now why you're leaving to, hey, let's talk about some transition plans. I've already designed some paperwork. The next person is all set up. This is an exciting time. Already move them from, hey, well, what can we do? You're not going to be here. The decision is made. You now need to move that person to the future, transition. How do we make this situation the best as possible, okay? And the key is to keep it simple and professional, bar none. All right, let's talk about the friendship or the colleague that you know, uh, uh, you know this relationship. And there's so many that exist out of obligation. I see a lot of relationships like this. You just feel kind of obligated to be there. You're like thinking like, this doesn't benefit me, benefit me at all, but I really don't know how to cut it off without being mean. Right. So and and it could be roommates. Right. Well, you say you make uh, you make excuses. Right. You say, well, I work with them. or Well, we're roommates. Well, they helped me out this one time. Ah, It's my girlfriend's brother. Right. And we can be now. Listen, we can be cordial and professional and on good terms, but we don't have to be best friends. OK, so some relationships and some are just toxic. Right? We need to separate ourselves. And again, this podcast is not to determine that position, but once you've made up your mind in that position, how do you have the conversation? So one of the best techniques is to open it up with alerting that person this is a difficult conversation for you to have. And the reason you do that is it alerts that person that you care about their feelings and this is not easy for you and you want a good outcome. There, you do that because you're showing empathy right, in regards to their feelings. But that's not an excuse. We're not going to sugarcoat, but we're telling that person, hey, it's going to be difficult because I care about your feelings. So you want to ask for permission, and in many cases can be helpful. And I often say that, Brand, why should I ask permission to talk to this, this person? Like, if I want to talk, I can just talk. Well, the reason you do that is because it, when you're asking permission, it's kind of like a secret. And and you're telling the person, like, if I don't get permission from you, I'm going to keep this secret from you. And in most people, when they know a secret about you and you know it, they want to know what that secret is. So you're in essence telling them, hey, give me permission to tell you this secret so you can know too. So you're like, oh, bet. Can, can I tell you about something? This is going to be difficult. Can I talk to you for a minute about a challenge? Oh, what is it? Yeah, yeah, tell me, right? So it kind of plays like that rather than puts them on the defensive, more like a secret. Okay, so may, may I speak with you freely about our relationship? I will, and then they give you permission, of course. I feel like it's a one-way street, and I'm not comfortable with that anymore. And I made clear what my boundaries were, but those have not been respected thus far. And here's where the examples come in. Let me give you some examples, because you may hear, what are you talking about? I don't get it. What do you mean I haven't respected your boundaries? Let me give you some examples. You've borrowed things without my permission, like my fire stick, my camera, my lawnmower, and have repeatedly asked for things back, and I've repeatedly asked for those things back, and they've yet to be returned. When you call, you only talk about your problems or ask for things, 
And it's just not a relationship that is healthy for me to continue or to invest any more time or energy into. And listen, it's no hard feelings. I'm not upset or mad. I just wanted to be clear moving forward. Now, in this instance, it's not always necessary for a hard ending, right? You don't have to say, so I'd appreciate it if you don't talk to me anymore. So I'd appreciate it if you lose my number. So I'd appreciate it if you, if you, if you see my face, turn and walk the other way. You don't got to go there, okay? It's, it's just not necessary, okay? You're just telling them, hey, these are the boundaries that I'm now going to enforce, and you don't have to be surprised when you see them or recognize them, right? So, but what are we doing? Uh, but what you are doing is letting them know, like, you're going to be maintaining and further enforcing those boundaries and space moving forward and not putting that time and energy, Right. So you and this you do this so you don't have to keep explaining yourself. You ever talk to somebody and every single time I have to keep explaining myself. We went over this again. Like I have to have the same conversations over and over again. So after you had the big conversation, I'm going to give you a few key phrases now that you can just hit quickly. And it reminds them of the conversation that you already had and you don't have to go there. So let me give you an example. They call. Hey, Brandon, do you want to go to an event I'm planning? Uh, hey, listen, hey, Mike, unfortunately, I want to maintain my boundaries in regards to this relationship and the conversation we had previous, previously, so I'm not going to be able to attend that. Hey, Brandon, can I borrow the snowblower? Unfortunately, due to I want to maintain the boundaries that I've set in regards to this relationship, that's not going to work, right? Now, some may say that's cold and that's harsh. No, what's cold and harsh is this person is toxic and you've been taken advantage of long enough. You've given your reasoning in a difficult conversation. Now you have to execute on that conversation and show you're serious about maintaining your boundaries, okay? All right, so what, what if it's a relationship, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or other, right? Again, reiterating, in this episode, we are not deciding on the right or wrong or leaving a situation, whether it's a marriage or anything else. I'm going to say, well, marriage is the sanctity of marriage. You should never leave. I'm not getting involved in that aspect. It's only you've made the decision. Now, how can you have the conversation, right? So there are most important relationships. This is the most important one not to have someone be blindsided with, right? Because usually these are deep feelings are involved and these are the absolute hardest to take the emotion out of it, right? Because you've been entrenched. These are the romantic ones, right? The ones that are really intertwined, right? So the ending conversation should not be new to this person. Let me repeat. This conversation should not be new. These challenges that you're bringing up should not be new. Right. You should have at this point have talked about it, discussed, worked on it, gave the upper person the opportunity to get better. Right. I've discussed it. We've discussed it. Right. So should not be new. So the challenges you have talked about should have been discussed. And now the conversation is moved to, hey, where are we? Right. Is there a feasible resolution? But now you've made the decision. Hey, it's got to end. So in these conversation conversations, you want to delay announcing your final decision you've made until the end. This should be kind of a lead up when you're talking about an ending conversation. The reason we do this, this lead up, is to ensure that you're heard all the way through out the conversation. You know, you, have you ever gotten a rejection letter? You got the rejection letter and, right, if, as soon as you hear, unfortunately, we regret to inform you that you're done reading. I know I am. Like, 
What's the point in reading anymore? Re-regrets, I clearly didn't get the job. Whenever they say regret, unfortunately, all those things. I'm not going to listen to anything else they have to say, right? And then there's those three or four paragraphs describing why or what. I don't care, right? So I'm trying to avoid that. And that can happen in real conversations, right? You say, hey, it's over. Let me tell you why. It's over. What? I'm blindsided. So you, you, you delay that one. And this is what is known in the industry as indirect versus direct uh, when you're making your point. When it's some good news or it's going to be received favorably, that's called you can be more direct and tell them that up front because they're going to listen to what you have to say. It's good stuff. You want to be more indirect when the news is a little bit more unfavorable. The reason being is you want to be heard throughout the entire conversation or the entire reading, right? Okay, so important to note there. All right, so right, I'm done reading. So what can you say following the following this theme of the conversation? So let me give you some examples. Teresa, can we take a temperature check of where we are since the last time we've discussed some of our relationship challenges? Hey, can we do a check-in on some of our relationship challenges and where we stand? Hey, I think it's time we evaluate since our last conversation and make some decisions based on this conversation, right? Now, all of those are are not exclusive to endings and can be used as good openers to discuss relationship challenges as well. So those are not just exclusive to those challenges. But it's important, I can't stress it enough, the conversation should not be new, okay? All right, now, if you've listened to my previous episode on communicating your needs, I if you've not, I highly encourage you to do so because it can be helpful right here as well. Because here's what you want to bring up, all the things that you feel like you needed for this thing to be a success, Right, so you're bringing it up. Let me give you an example. Hey, Teresa or Michael, whoever you're talking to, I'm making these names up. I apologize if the Teresas and the Michaels that are listening, and this is talking about your ending. So I'm not talking to you. I made those names up. I think it's time we evaluate since our last conversation and make some decisions of where we go from here. We've discussed what we need in the relationship. I've told you what I need. You've told me what you need, and I just think I haven't seen any concrete process. Progress. Let me give you some examples. Things that I needed, including a spending more time together, us equally contributing to the bills, you would stop cheating. I know that's a big one, right? Wait, but right. So, like all those things, and they just haven't happened up to this point. And for those things here, so and there's no indication that it's going to change. And I think it's in our both of our best interests that we go our separate ways. And there's no hard feelings. I wish you the best. Now, this example follows the guideline I talked to you er about earlier. What decision you've made, making it clear. What led you to make that decision? And what other possible solution options have you tried but haven't worked? And ultimately, making it clear you feel this is what's best. If you can follow kind of that guideline and thinking about that while you're in the moment, I'm trying to give you techniques to keep you from an emotional kind of direction and be prepared for all the things that they may throw at you. Now, I realize this, it, this every situation is different, right? Brandon, that won't work because of this. Brandon, that will not work if, if they do this. Brandon, that won't, 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 won't. Let's change the attitude here <laughs> and understand this is not designed to be a catch-all for every situation, nor any of the episodes of the podcast, really. But it's designed to give you some more tools and things that you have in your toolkit that you can use when these things arise, right? So hopefully you can add that to all the other things that you're learning, studying, getting up on to, 
to produce a positive outcome, right? The rest of your, what is known as your communication toolbox. So just didn't want to get any angry me emails off of that. But it is important to note, endings are more than just a conversation. Like you can't just say it's over and poof, like magic. That's what happens. You know, <laughs> you know this reminds me of an episode of The Office, where Michael declares bankruptcy. Have you guys seen this? He declares bankruptcy. And he, so he's kind of over his head with bills and expenses. And he walks into the office one day and he just starts shouting, I declare bankruptcy! <laughs> and he thinks poof, like magic. He's like, oh, okay, I guess that's it. I don't have any more bills. Life doesn't work that way, right? So I bring up that episode to say, in these close relationships of all kinds, there are ties. It's like gi a giant knot that's going to take more than conversation to unwind. So it's important that you realize that and be prepared, be prepared for the aftermath after ending the relationship. This preparation involves a great deal of mental as well as any physical space and separation. It's not just a decision that you want to take lightly. It's important to, Clay, to display that disclaimer on endings, okay? All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the ending and going to conclude this week's episode and the season of this uh, of the Say This podcast. It's been an incredible run. I love the support and feedback you've given. I've received. It's been a tremendous uh, experience. I can't thank you all enough. The listener, you make the show. Trizzy Trey on the production, tremendous job. David Colbert with DC Entertainment sponsoring the Say This podcast. Shout out to Yvonne Smith on all the graphic designs you see and on the Instagram things, Facebooks. And even though the season has concluded, we're still taking feedback. So email me, send your feedback, brandon at saythispodcast.org for possible episodes in season two. Send me your thoughts, your feedbacks, whatever uh, questions you have. And as always, this is a Trizzy Trey production sponsored by DC Entertainment, All Things Comedy. This is a Brandon Colbert Solutions project. You're listening to the Say This Podcast. Peace and love, everybody. Brandon's out.